0: Oh, God's been good to us. Amen. Take care of our every need. Hey, praise the Lord. Me and Jamie is eating breakfast on th- Thursday morning, and I don't even know the last time I saw Jerry Sawyers. I, did, I walked right by him. Didn't even recognize him. But he, I think it was in a funeral the last time I Saw Jerry, and he come up. He said, do you want to go to Jamaica? We went to Jamaica in 75. I thought, man, I'd love to. I'd love to. I wish I was able to go to Jamaica. Seen a lot of poverty, but it changed some things in my life. Hey, Amen. what I seen, how people lived in shacks, cooked on open fire. Mama feeding four young'uns in a 10 by 12 shack sitting on a rock, cooking one pot of some kind of greens. Amen. We eat greens and we didn't eat nothing. Amen. We eat, what, we eat what was put out. Amen. So we've been overly, overly blessed. I know y'all ain't going to believe this, but it's going to light Larry Johnson up, Second Timothy chapter 2. Y'all that were here in Sunday school, that's, that's what he opened up with. On Butch's Sunday school lesson, he didn't give it two verses, but this might not have been in Titus, but he said that everybody wanted what you had. And I thought I'd pass this on. Uh, I would have said it in Sunday school, but I didn't have a mic, and I can't get it out. But I went down to visit my neighbor. used to be in church with us. He's dead now, but a few years ago, and he, he kind of got out of church and got in a bad way. He was drinking a little bit, or he wouldn't have said it. But he let me in. We went in, talked with him a good while. I won't never forget it. And the reason I won't never forget it, it was for my benefit. He looked at me right in the eye, and he said a cuss word or two. And he said, You know why we don't like you? I said, No, tell me. He said, It's because you went on and we fell out. Really? You went on to church and we fell out. So I'm on side. If some of y'all don't like me, it's going to be because I tried to go on and you fell out. Really? Amen. You think about that for a minute. I took that home and I put it in a bank. So I decided them don't like me. It's cause I kept trying and they quit. Books mention knows it. Tells you they're judging you, the word of God is what judges us. It ain't preacher Bill. I have not the power or authority to judge you. But I've got the authority to read Second Timothy chapter two that God gave me. Larry, I read the whole chapter but we're going to sort of come down to where you stopped and pick up what God has given me something today that's going to be for somebody out here. It's already been for me. It's already been for me, so I'm sure it's going to be for somebody else. The Bible said that it's impossible to please God without faith. The title of our message today that God's laid on our heart been overthrown. Our faith has been overthrown. The faith of some has been overthrown. And my mind is just whirling. I can see face. After face, after face of 49 years being in Mount Vernon, their faith has been overthrown. Butch mentioned Mark Andrews, and we helped in Mark's funeral. But his faith was overthrown, not by God, but things that happened in his life overthrown his faith went back to the same old junk that God had saved him out of. Let's see, we'll go about, let's go to the 12th verse of the 2nd, 2nd chapter of 2nd Timothy. Mm-hmm. If you suffer, you shall also reign with him. If you deny him, he, will also, he also will deny us. If we believe not, yet he abideth faithfully, cannot deny himself. Of these things, put them in remembrance. And this is what Paul is writing to his uh, adopted, his spiritual son, Timothy. And he said, put them in remembrance, charging them before the Lord that they strive not. About words to no profit, but to the subverting of the hearer. Larry skipped over this because God had given it to me. But subverting to the hearer, subverting means overthrow the faith of others. Look up subverting. Subverting. It means to overthrow. Let's read that again. He said, If these things put them in remembrance, charging them before the Lord that they strive not, let's not be out here fighting amongst yourself. What has done more damage in our American churches? because this one believed that and this one believed that. The Word of God said that it's not of any private interpretation. There's some things that the Word of God said and that's it. That's the bottom line. There's no fiction, but we can have little opinions and maybe God wanted me to do something. God has not called all of y'all to preach, but God called us to pastor. So, you know, we've got some different ideas is that don't make me wrong, it don't make you wrong, amen. We can worship together, but I thought about what really messed us up, and I'm getting ahead of myself. This is exciting me, honey. Uh, I've been uh, as a boy uh, in and out visiting churches here and there and seeing the old ways, seeing the old primitive Baptist they're around five and six preachers amen and they would all preach the same day and kind of where the people out. Today, we don't have time for one long-winded preacher like I am. So we've seen a lot of things happening. You know, we just gathered together once a month there, and then they started having Sunday school, and things started being a little bit different. That gives everybody something else to talk about. And if we ain't careful, listen carefully to what I'm saying. If we ain't careful... We've talked before our children some things that we should have kept our mouth shut. Some things that our children shouldn't have ever heard. Very seldom do you see anybody going into the cafe and saying what a service we had yesterday. How the Lord came down and blessed in a mighty way. Because Satan knows you're in a cafe praising God. But if you've got trouble in your church, you'll go see sit down with other people and talk over the problems and that one behind you and that one in front of you. is here in the, the trouble and we're subverting or overthrowing of the faith of the weaker Christian. Honey, we need to be strong. And if you got a problem today, bless God with me, bring it to me. And don't take it to my neighbor. Don't take it to the cafe. Bring it to me. Glory to God. And I'll try to be be mad enough uh, to work it out with you, honey, because we're not uh, perfect, but I want us to look, and I want us everyone that's an older Christian can realize, I'm going to say, I'm guilty, I'm going to say I'm guilty, I laid in bed, I didn't sleep much last night, as far as this world goes, I've had a terrible week. A terrible week. Everything I touched fell apart. But God blessed every bit of it. God took care of it. He met a preacher yesterday. Old I went to Cuba with. Amen. And he said, you know, Bill, he said, I believe God's going to use your voice to get to somebody else. Your voice to reach somebody else. So whatever stage of life that you're in, let's say by faith God is going to use it to get to somebody else where I'm going with this I don't want my faith subverted and I don't want you to be subverted or lose your faith or to overthrow your faith because of something that happened to me or some way that I lived there's some if God hadn't given me an extra portion of faith there's been some hurts in our churches over the years that would have stopped us along the way but God gave us a little extra faith so we didn't subvert our faith or our faith wasn't overthrown today and I thought just before I went in the pulpit I've got to have faith believing that God will touch somebody Uh, with this message I don't need to be down or discouraged in the day and the hour that we're living in or my age or what's happening in my life but I need to and know through the eyes of faith that God will use every bit of it. Emma probably not saying she's not felt good in a while and maybe she's not saying what God's doing in it. But can I tell you something? Everything works to the good of them that love the Lord and are called according to His purpose. I'm going to tell you, sickness will hurt your faith, won't it, sister? Amen. Vivian has had lots of sickness in her life, and sickness will hurt your faith, and she couldn't come sometimes, but Larry mentioned it. She sent card after card out. I know she sent card to my Scotty in prison. Amen. She sent uplifting cards, things that she could do. So God uses where we're at to help somebody else. Let's let God work in her life. He said, bring this to remembrance. I ain't got to the message yet, but we're coming. To remembrance, charge them before the Lord that they strive not. To charge them is to tell them to bring it. Bring it out strong to charge them. Uh, amen. If they leave the army of God, they are deserters. If they leave the army of God, they will be on their own. They will have the hand of God upon them. And it will be only the mercy and the grace of God. Amen. That brings them back. But he said subverting the hearers, the 15th verse says, said, study to show thyself approved unto God a workman that needeth not be ashamed rightly dividing of the word of truth and the truth of God is that he gave us all a little portion of faith so if I take the word of God and apply it to my uh, my faith take the word of God and apply it to what God has given me and I read the word of God and he said I'll never leave you and I'll never forsake you I'll go with you away even until the end he said I've never seen the righteous forsaken or their seed breaking bread when God called me to preach he said I'll give you message. I'll take care of you. I know you don't know how to pastor. I had to step out by faith day after day, Sunday after Sunday. I think God knew what he was doing. So what I'm telling us today that our faith has been hindered. Our faith has been hurt because we've not put our faith to work. If you put your faith to work, God will add to your faith. Amen. When I go out to crank my car. Amen. I feel assured it'll crank. But if it don't, man, I'm down. I'm down. But I need to stop and think it's cranked five solid, five solid years. And I had no problem. I need to just praise the Lord. Amen. For the five years and go get it another. Melody told me today's deciding which car to drive this morning. We didn't used to have that. I decided which one I want to drive this morning. I dare say everybody here probably got two. Hey Amen. Did we stop somewhere along the line when ours didn't crank, that we had another that would crank? Amen. God has been good to America. God has fed America. God has overblessed us. And we've taken him for granted what God has done for us. A sinner that should have died and went to a devil hell. But God saw us in his foresight of his eyes. And he sent Jesus Christ to the cross that we might be saved, redeemed by the blood of the Lamb. Amen. And we sit down uh, or we lose our faith or we let somebody uh, subvert our faith. I'm going to look at and tell you today I think all of you love me. I think the world loves me. I think everybody in North Carolina loves me. I think everybody uh, that's a Christian knows I'm a child of God. Knows that I'm a brother or a a brother to them uh, that they'll find me in Church, my faith is higher today than it was last week. I'm going to see a moving of the Holy Spirit of God. I spoke to Camden just a minute ago, and Camden said, I've decided to go ahead and be baptized. Hallelujah. That strengthens my faith. And we got Naomi. Did I get that right? We're shit. Huh? Nolly, that's close to Naomi. Nolly, amen. Amen. About next year this time, stick with us, baby. We'll be calling you Nolly next week, next year. Amen. And Emma, where's Emma? Amen. Stick with us. And these little girls have decided... And that little boy, amen, have decided they're going to go up to the creek. And what blesses my heart, at a young age, God gave them enough faith to step out and say, I'm saved to step out one more step and to say I want to be baptized and God will give them faith. Glory to God to step out one more step and say I'm going to be a mama, a daddy or whatever. I'm going to be a child of God even to the end end of my days. Whatever problem comes, sickness Death, hell, or water—I'm gonna be a child of Almighty God. I'm gonna make it to heaven. I'm gonna make it to heaven. We're coming to the message, Amen. Boy, God's been good. Mm-hmm. Hallelujah! And He said, "Study to show thyself approved unto God, a workman, a workman." It's a bunch of lazy Baptists. I wasn't saved by works. But God, but Baptists work against works all the time. If they put the works that they work against works into the works of serving God, we might see somebody else saved. I wasn't saved by works. I couldn't even get up off the floor. But God saved me to carry his word. Amen. God saved me to carry the testimony that he gave me. God saved me to be able to come to church. God put strength back in my legs, back in my body. So we'll go on 16. But shun, listen carefully, but shun profane and vain babblings. Don't hang around where they're at too long. Hey, don't sit down with your buddy, him drinking beer at the table. Don't sit down if you was a crack addict where he pulls out his pipe, smokes crack or meth. Don't sit down with them. Those that lay around in the hill holes. Can I tell you something? While some pews are empty this morning, they sit down in the wrong place. It wasn't where God led them. Amen. God allowed them to go ahead. He didn't stop them because we're free will being. And they went to the wrong place. He'll tell you, he went to the wrong place. He went to the wrong place. We go to the wrong place. We jump up and go when God didn't send us. We just say, I'll be there. We don't say, if it be God's will. Do we do everything that God said for us to do? Or do we do a whole lot on our own? Think about it. Every one of us are guilty. Every one of us are guilty of being in the wrong place. I laid there last night, and my mind traveled back over the mistakes that I've made in my Christian life. God forgave me but, but I, I come across some things that I was thought I was doing right and God showed me and I had to quit I even questioned God I said why God staying up 2 or 3 o'clock in the morning praying, reading the Bible, studying God said this is not helping the church what do you mean Lord what do you mean Lord I'm growing I'm enjoying this this is great. This is great for me. This is not what I've called you into. Get back. You're hurting the church. Think about how many things we do that subvert the faith of the church. Think about it. Somebody is quiet, I know, but somebody's looking at every one of you. Are you helping somebody's faith? Are we subverting it? Are we overthrowing? Are we overthrowing it? Think about it. When I ain't here, and I ain't give you no reason, I don't call nobody. Well, preacher, you the pastor. You got to call in. It's your job. You got to call in and tell them. Or you ain't preaching. But if I don't, and don't say a word, and y'all don't know where I'm at, am I helping your faith? I've opened up a place for Satan to come in and stir in your mind. Wonder what Bill's doing, reckon his backslid. Has he quit us? I wonder, is he sick? What's he doing, playing games? Come on, church. I worked 44 years public work. They wanted to know where I was at if I was going to keep my job. I forgot, Butch, what was what was it, a seven-minute time limited proctor? And, and if you missed that so many times, you was done. You was done. But we come to church with sin in our life. We've subverted the faith of others. We've beat down our brother. We beat down our sister. Let me go on. I won't be done by baptizing time. Thank you, Ben. Love you, boy. Praise God. And the Bible said, But shun profane and vain babblings, for they will increase unto more ungodliness. Oh, my Lord. Some of us old folks had party lines with four lines and five lines. And we've heard some of that babbling. Amen. Some of us mm, sit in church and we've heard that babblings. We've heard that different opinions. How you got hurt, bless our little hearts. Bless our little hearts. We got our feelings hurt. We've been talked about. We've been run down. We've been hurt. Things ain't going our way. I want, I'm, going, I'm going to change churches. I'm, I'm just going to change churches. They ain't treated me right, and they ain't talked to me right. We never ask God where he wants us. I'm going to tell you, church, I've made a bunch of mistakes in life, but I'm trying my best to correct them, to keep some things going straight I bought my letter from a church from Fairview in Virginia I put it in a drawer I was a deacon just as wrong as I could be I put it in a drawer I stood up before the church I asked for my letter told him why I was leaving brought it home put it in a drawer and I listened to Satan And I said, I'll never join another church. I walked around for almost a year. I come to Mount Vernon and I said, There ain't no way. I'll go to Mount Vernon. Emma was in Greensboro then. One of the deacons had come, he's been dead years. Invited me to Mount Vernon. Said, we need some help. I come, and there's a few women just subverted my faith. They just aggravated the fire out of me. (laughs) To a point, I didn't listen to God. And I was miserable. I went to some other places and I, I remember I've always said what I thought. Janet punched me in the ribs or elbows. Hush, you can't say that here. Why would I want to go there if I couldn't say that there? The Word of God is true. It'll cut. It's sharper than a two-edged furled sword. But are we where God wants us? And I'm not talking about Preaching, teaching, singing. I'm talking about just straight in God's will. I'm going to preach right here in a minute. And he said, this babblings will increase godliness. And their word will eat the canker, of whom is, I may not pronounce these right, Homenius and Philetus This is the only time Philetus is mentioned in the Bible. They wasn't very important. They were troublemakers. And I believe, in. some may disagree with me, and that's all right. But I believe that a man was somehow or other, had fell into the church. And he said in the 18th verse, who concerning the truth have heard. So he must have been in church. Who concerning the truth have heard, saying that the resurrection is past already and overthrown the faith of some. Overthrown the faith of some. Now, let's think about that for just a minute. He's bound to got into the church, maybe to sit in a in a teaching or a, or singing or preaching or somehow or other that he could bring out his doctrine that Jesus wasn't crucified that Jesus hadn't died, that the resurrection had already passed. And the Bible said that it overthrew the faith of some. I'm going to give you one more doctrine. You may not like it. Nowhere in the Bible do I find that a drunk is going to heaven. Nowhere in the Bible... Do I find a saved drunk? You might have been a drunk. I was a sinner, but I'm not now. Instead, he overthrewed the faith of some. If I tell you that you were saved when you told me when you was nine years old, And you die drunk. And I try to tell the family, oh, he's saved when he's nine. He's all right. I have stood and lied a family. I have subverted the faith of some. I want us to thank this thing serious, church the blood will be on our hands. If a man dies in sin, hails his home. There ain't no if, ands, and buts about it. And I thought, us being in the flesh, it's not easy to serve God. But the Bible said, the way of the transgressor is hard. But when I get in the Spirit, it's easy to serve God. I can love my enemies. I quit bickering, babbling, backbiting, Turned down when I get in the Spirit. The Bible said, as many as are led by the Spirit of God, they are the sons of God. It's serious today being for us to walk in the Spirit of God, to pray when sin enters in, to pray at our altar, get rid of sin when our babblings begin to eat us up. Amen. If we continue in our babblings, we're going to overthrow the faith of some. How many has come in and and they they were teaching in the church that the resurrection has already passed. So that left these people, maybe ignorant or unlearned people, sitting in church and they thought, well, I have no hope The resurrection has already passed. I have no hope of being resurrected. Think about it and them coming out from under the law. Think about a new convert, how easy it is for us to subvert their faith. Neighbor, I'm going to tell you something. It's stuck me building on my faith to even keep trying to preach with no voice. I ain't bragging on me, not at all. But my faith has wanted to crumble. My faith has wanted to doubt God. My faith has wanted to throw in the towel. But if I throw in the towel now and God ain't done with me, I have subverted the faith of some others. I have hurt some others. I want to go back to that word canker. 17th verse and the word will eat as doth a canker of whom and he says Helminius and Philidius and I may not pronounce those right but he said those babbling words will eat as a canker have y'all ever said I got a canker sore in my mouth some of us old folks has I looked up the definition of canker. This is the only place that it's in the Bible. Only one time. And one of the definitions was infection of the mouth and the lips. And I never looked I never got into that till this morning early. I got into the infection. I thought about our cousin. Our talking, our babblings, infections, a canker, and he said it's a canker as hominis that lead away at you. And I found another definition of canker is gangrene, and you hardly ever hear of gangrene anymore. We got a cousin who's paralyzed from the waist down, and she'll whip me if she listens to this. But she got infection in her paralyzed parts, and it's been over a year. Weeks in the hospital, months, home care, months, and finally it started healing. Another definition he gave was cancer. I remember Henry talking about they found cancer in different places and he said a nodule here and a nodule there and he finally said, eat up many treatments of chemo. I thought with my throat cancer when they first scanned it, it was just a fraction over an inch, and like two months, like two months, it was two inches. They give me millimeters, but it grew to almost an inch, and had it eat away and took my vocal cord. How cancer! I remember Boyd Brown. I remember it well. Spent the last night with him that he lived in the hospital, and cancer eat through. This, this ain't good, I know, but it ate through. And I remember the man would holler out when he wasn't sedated with pain where the where the cancer had just ate and running sores. You, this is something we can see. But neighbor, what we're not seeing is we're not careful. It says a cancer where we run our babbling mouth. And it totally, it don't quit. It don't quit when it goes into the ears. Every one of you, every one of you, it doesn't look at bad news than good. I want to see who had a car wreck, who passed away. I don't now, but I used to get the. In the morning newspaper, to see who had messed up, who had passed away, the bad things that was happening. I didn't go look where the preacher had a great revival. Am I the only ones that's stupid? These things that we're saying, why Johnson has to say amen? He knows. Some things I said, and he let it eat into his mind. I didn't mean it that way. I wouldn't hurt one of you, church. If you hit me on the head with a hammer, I wouldn't hurt you. I love you. But can I tell you, we're saying things that's killing our children. I remember, and I was a sinner. I remember the church troubles at Liberty as a little boy. I wasn't a part of it as a little feller. I remember deacons that lied to me. I remember preachers that couldn't get along. I remember the preacher run off with another man's wife. I remember... Families being broken up inside of a church because of adultery. I don't reckon the state law is against adultery or fornication anymore. If it was, i think everybody would be in jail. Think about it. But the law of God says you can't do it. That's the law of God. So think about because of getting our feelings hurt some wanted to leave our church because they couldn't do what they wanted to do. I'm going to tell you it'll eat you up as a canker. I'm not preaching this word to hurt you. I'm preaching it to help you. There's a place called heaven and a place called hell. I'm going to tell you something. Contrary to old-time belief, I wasn't predestined to go to one or the other. Jesus Christ died that I don't have to go to hell. It was my choice. I could drink liquor and continue where I sat, or I could accept Jesus as my Savior. Amen. And it's my choice to be here today. The call of God. And he said, 18th verse, Who concerning the truth have heard, saying that the resurrection is past already, and overthrow the faith of some. And since our brother Marcus, and he repented and come back, I felt a good spirit at his funeral, but I thought about, in his backslidden condition the boy that was sitting there drinking beer he thought oh I've won him back I don't even know who he was but you think about all that happened in that and how it subverted the faith of others and how the everyday walk of life that we live we're changing somebody's life for the better or for the worse I'll be honest with you, and I didn't say it to the Lord, but I thought, and he knows it. I thought, I can't handle much more of this. I can't. My faith got weak. It's yet to be seen what I could handle with the hand of God on me. They'd go out, killed 185,000. They thought they were losing the battle. And he said, Nevertheless, the foundation of God standeth sure. Having this seal, the Lord knoweth them that are his. And let every one, listen to this, let every one that nameth the name of the Lord, amen, that nameth the name of Christ, depart from iniquity. I'm going to go to First Timothy We'll read it right quickly, about the sixteenth verse, first chapter of First Timothy. And he said, How be it for this cause I obtain mercy? This is Paul talking, that in me first. Jesus Christ might show forth all long suffering for a pattern to them. Which should hereafter believe on him to life everlasting. So, Paul's a pattern. You and I are a pattern to these that's following us. 17th, 1st, 1st chapter, 1st Timothy. Now, unto the King eternal, invisible, the only wise God, be honor and glory forever and ever. Amen. This charge I commit unto thee. Son Timothy, Paul said, "I commit this charge to thee, according to the prophets, which went before of thee, that thou shalt by them might, mightest war a good warfare." So Paul here teaching Timothy in First and Second Timothy was in a war and he let them know that they need to fight a good warfare that we needed the right training don't go to the front line amen the Bible said in Second Timothy the ordination of of deacon or or a bishop amen to not be a novice not be a young and weak in the faith but be rooted and grounded in the faith because the battle glory to God we will lose our faith our faith will be so Subverted, because they're out there, they're in our churches subverting our faith. And he said, 19, holding faith and good conscience, which some having put away, concerning faith have made shipwreck." And he says there, faith and good conscience, which some having put away. So they had it. I don't care what they tell you. They had it according to the Word of God. Of whom, 21st, of whom is Herminius and Alexander, who I have delivered unto Satan, that they may learn not to blaspheme. Ready in another place, maybe just recently, that their mouths has got to be stopped. And I thought, man, I thought how weak we as Christians are, and I've said it. In our third world countries, amen, how they flock to the house of God when they're having a service because they don't have everything else to play with. We've got too many play, for, play parties. I'm going to read this, and I will quit. I promise you, we we'll jump over into the third chapter of Second Timothy. Their third chapter of Second Timothy. let read three or four verses. Fifth verse. Having a form of godliness, but denying the power thereof from such turn away. We read it in the uh, first book of Titus, the last verse in the first chapter of Titus. And he said, professing themselves to know God, but their works deny it. Their works don't show that they're Christian. The works don't show. Let me say again, I can't say enough about the canker. I can't say enough about the the mouth and the lips that spit out. And James tells us the tongue is an unruly member, full of deadly poison. And I can't express it enough how they were getting hurt. I thought about, Jenny read it to me last night on Facebook, I guess. I don't know what he's on. But a lady claims to be a member of a local church here. And the girl that just got killed. My Lord and my God. And it's a celebration of life. We all drank a beer with you. But you're in heaven. And we're going. I know them. I know them both. But ain't that a shame that we're that ignorant? I remember Tony White had a funeral and he come. And they had a fifth sitting in the casket. And he told them they'd remove that or close the casket or get somebody else to preach it. I appreciate him doing that. We need to stand up. It's like a canker that it eats away at you. And I thought our flesh they'll tell you I'm I'm healed. I don't do drugs no more. I talked to a lady in Galax this week. She said her daughter had been out clean seven years, as far as she knowed and flipped went back. One of the brothers told me here about one being picked up in Mount Airy and zonked out on alcohol. Took her mama's car, and a baby sitting in the back seat, wringing wet, messeded diapers. That sin, it eats like a canker. Neighbor, the blood'll be on my hand if I say something that gets you out of church. I ain't here to please you. I'm not trying to satisfy your flesh. But if I get in my flesh and jump on your flesh. I'm going to tell you something, I'm in trouble. It eats like a canker. You've got to forget it. You've got to push it back. He said plainly that Amenemis had departed from the faith. And he was subverting the church. He was breaking down the faith. Breaking down the faith. I thought, I'm going to be lightly and I'm going to hush. Let me read this having four goddess but an eye the prayer thereof. For this sort are they which creep into houses and lead captive silly women laden with sin, led away with diver's lust, ever learning and never able to come to the knowledge of the truth. Now as Janus and Jambres withstood Moses, so do these also resist the truth. Men of corrupt minds reprobate, concerning the faith and I think we can go back maybe some references into Exodus and in where Aaron throwed down the rod and the rod becomes serpents and there, there Janus and Jambres were magicians and they they come in as Pharaoh called in the magicians and I'm going to tell you the soothsayers and they have power today we underestimate the power of Satan Satan wants to run under, under shed he wants to run till nobody notices, and he wants to eat up like a canker. Can I tell you something? Where cancer starts inside, and it eats like a—it's Satan, the work of Satan, and it tries to hide itself. But eventually, it will eat out enough till it'll take over your whole body. It'll take over. The doctor said you'll probably never talk again. Yes, you're probably done. Amen. But glory to God. God said, I'm going to leave him one. I'm going to let him talk just a little bit longer. But that canker will eat and eat and that hard feelings will eat and eat. That sin within us will eat and eat. Till I can take you, I can drive you right now and let you look in the eyes where they've backed up on God. Where they've told God, I'm going to serve you. I'm going to walk with you. And they've backed up on God. And they're laying in terrible, terrible condition today. It pays to be a Christian. Hold fast to God. Walk where God would have you to walk? I thought I'd, I'd never preached on, on on the canker. Never hit me till this morning. I studied this week, last night, and this morning the canker hit me wide open. How we, the church, are being eat up, and Satan is undermining. Satan is slipping in. He brings his seat. We've seen them in Mount Vernon Church come in and say, God has led me to pastor the church. When it didn't work out, they gone. They say, this is a place I need to be. This is a place that God has sent me. We have seen them join the church right here and never come back. People are deceived today. That That old canker the gangrene gangrene in our time growing up there wasn't much i could do for it it eat away you'd lose a leg or arm you would eat away at your intestines We've got so many antibiotics today we think we're bulletproof we can just keep just keep going but maybe we're going to die we're going to die he said subverted Just throw down his rod and it became a snake. Pharaoh's magicians and soothsayers come in, throw down their rod every man, and it become snakes. Serpents, the Bible said. And the Bible said that Aaron's rod jumped up and ate up every one of them snakes. So there's two points there. The devils cry out. The magicians have power, but if we'll serve God, we'll eat up every one of His devices. He goes on with the frogs, goes on with the water turned into blood. Amen. But God eventually delivered them. And wiped out Pharaoh's game, Horse buggy. The whole crowd cleaned the house. If you will stand defeat. your feet. Think about it. It's been an odd message for church. It, it's been one of the greatest messages that I've had the privilege to preach. And I don't know when. It, it ain't a message that I dreamed up. It ain't what I think about it. It's a message right out of God's Word. Yeah, I didn't dream this up. I've read it out of God's Word. 177. 177. If you will come and pray. We've got baptizing. There'll be some out there that wouldn't come any other time. Amen. If you're lost, this is a great time to get saved. This be a great time to give your life to the Lord. If there's a need, if there's a need in your life, this would be, this would be the time. Amen. And I dare say, if we be honest, every one of us can look back and say, where I have subverted, I have weakened the faith of my brother or my sister. Come as God's mixed our heart, Are you washed?
1: Oh, blood of the Lamb.
0: There's room at the altar.
1: And so are you washed in the blood of the Lamb. Are you walking daily by the Savior's side? Are you washed in the blood of the Lamb? Do you rest each moment in the crucified? When the bridegroom cometh Will your robes be white Pure and white In the blood of the Lamb Will your soul be ready For the mansion bride And be washed In the blood of the Lamb Are you washed In the blood In the cleansing blood Of the Lamb Are your garments Spotless, are they white as snow? Are you washed in the blood of the Lamb?
0: Lay aside those garments that are stained. Too, still
1: open. And be washed in the blood of the Lamb. There's a fountain flowing for the soul unswing. Oh, be washed in the blood of the Lamb. Are you washed in Hallelujah. In the soul cleansing blood of the Lamb. Glory Are to God. your garments spotless? Are they white as so Are you washed in the blood of the Lamb? Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord.
0: I believe, without a doubt, this message has helped some of us. I know it's helped me uh, straight out of the Word. It ain't what I think about it. For a young Christian, it's so easy to subvert their faith or I didn't read it over in First Timothy. But it says shipwreck. He has shipwrecked the faith. All of you seen the story of the Titanic. We know what a mess shipwreck is. Paul understood shipwreck. Some swim out on board as the ship ripped apart, but God delivered. So let's watch our mouth. Let's don't subvert or overthrow. Simply means overthrow. Don't overthrow the faith of our young people or each other, as far as that goes. And th- anything else on anybody's heart. Amen. Baptizing roughly around eleven. Oh no, let's go to about one thirty. One thirty. One thirty, all they can go. Liberty's got one, as far as I know and uh, that I know of. I think we've got three uh, going to baptize together, and that's great. I've said it time and time again. Uh, but you okay, give me a note where we had 17 baptizings in a row. Sometimes it's two and three churches. 17 Sundays. Used to go down in behind your house, Teresa, the Hornfield House, and baptize until the cabbage farmers took it over. Amen. 17 straight. Standing room only. Poor devil don't like that, does he? When a couple of churches come together, I love you, my hush. Anything else? I'm not going to dismiss. We'll, uh, I'll just say bye. Say you don't baptize, no.